Today, let's talk about how to use content and copy in Harmony to convert clicks to clients. We'll look at the key distinctions between content and copy that you may not be mindful of, how to use them in Harmony to connect with your ideal customer, and I'll be sharing some of the success factors you may not be harnessing. Welcome to the Leverage Business Podcast, where we believe business success is about working smarter, not harder. Leveraging your time and expertise in ways that fit the digital age you and your clients live in today. I'm your host, Jay Allison, author of Leverage Consulting in the Digital Age and founder of the iSuccess Business Academy. And every episode, I'll be sharing insights into how you can apply the power of leverage to grow your consulting, coaching, or other expert services business and create true freedom and independent success with mindset, marketing, and money model breakthroughs. Because when you get leveraged, the sky's the limit. Let's go for it. Hello, hello. It's good to be here and continuing the journey of building an audience of your ideal clients and moving them to take action. Now, the last few episodes, we focused on defining your ideal client avatar or ICA and then moved into the arena of content marketing, content that helps people to discover you and get on your email list. Content and copy both need to be fully client-centric, aligned and mutually reinforcing with where in the customer journey your prospect is. And when we were looking at content marketing, we looked at what's the job of content and what's it supporting you with in your business? The job both content and copy do for you is to connect with your perfect people, to communicate in a way that resonates and create trust with your audience. When we talked about content marketing, I emphasized that the job of content is way more than just getting people to your landing page and lead magnet, which might be loosely construed as audience building. But moving that audience to action, moving people along the intuitive path towards your offer, that's the job of copy, the messages, the customer's journey, raising their awareness and belief and creating the desire and trust required to make a purchase decision. So essentially what I'm saying is that there's a part of content that's actually copy. So what's the difference? Breaking down the differences between content and copy can certainly illuminate two crucial aspects of marketing and sales processes. Here's an explanation that delineates their distinct roles and the skill sets involved. In the dynamic world of marketing and sales, content and copy are two pivotal elements that, although closely related, serve distinct purposes and require somewhat different skill sets. Content refers to the creation and distribution of material designed to inform, educate and entertain your audience, fostering a deeper relationship and engagement with them. Content found in blogs, ebooks, podcasts, and videos, to name a few, largely caters to potential customers who are at different stages of the buyer's journey, guiding them gently towards making an informed decision. The skill set for content creation leans heavily on storytelling, research abilities to offer value, and a knack for engaging audiences over a longer period, nurturing a relationship grounded in trust and expertise. On the flip side, copy is crafted with the primary objective to persuade or entice the audience to take a specific action, such as purchasing a product, 
signing up for a newsletter, or engaging with a brand in a particular way. The realm of copywriting encompasses product descriptions, advertising scripts, sales pages, and email marketing, amongst others. Copy is generally shorter, more direct, and honed in on conversion, requiring the artful construction of words that resonate with the potential customers, stimulating their interest and nudging them to act. Copywriting demands a deep understanding of the psychology of selling, mastery in crafting compelling calls to action, and a meticulous approach to language precision and framing and seeking to optimize every word and the flow of those words to serve the intended purpose. And there are some key principles for creating great copy. Copywriting is a critical skill for any business owner looking to effectively market and sell their products and services. Even if you hire a copywriter to sell in print or written form, you still need to be able to speak passionately about and articulate the need and value of your own product, right? Great copy can engage, persuade and convert potential customers into customers who want to keep working with us or buying our stuff. So first, let's frame some of those key principles and then we'll explore the key steps involved in approaching a copy project. Whether you're crafting a compelling website landing page, an engaging social media post, or a persuasive sales email, understanding the copywriting process will help you create impactful and results-driven messages. There's three key principles for great copy. Number one, understanding the difference between content and copy. Number two, practice. The more you practice writing copy, the better you get at it. And three, when to outsource copywriting. So let's dig into the first one, understanding the job of copy in your business. The episodes that I did on elevating your content marketing over recent weeks about being strategic about content marketing I asked this question about what's the job of content in your business. So I want to ask the question again, this time with regard to copy. What's the job of copy in your business? Take a short minute to think about this now. What do you need copy for? What do you count as copy as opposed to content? Make a note for yourself. If you can write it down, go ahead and do that now. Content and copy are two important components of marketing and sales, each serving a distinct purpose in communicating with your target audience. In a practical sense, content and copy serve different purposes in the jobs they perform, but they work together harmoniously. Content allows people to discover you and it builds a foundation by providing value and establishing trust, while copy takes that foundation and drives specific actions ultimately leading to conversion, to buying from you or hiring you. A simple way to think about it might be that content drives engagement, education and trust, while copy drives conversions into signups and sales. Content will load up your delivery truck and put some fuel in the tank, but copy is the ignition and engine. It's what drives it forward. Content engages, educates, entertains even, and copy can be an important part of that. For instance, a content piece, be it an article, report, or a webinar, needs to be compelling, capture attention, 
and move people towards an action that's aligned with what they want or need. Let's say you have a thought leadership piece, a beautiful, well-researched white paper of some kind, or a lead magnet, maybe a super actionable checklist that really helps your audience get something accomplished. It can be the best piece of content in the world, but if nobody picks it up, it won't do much for your business. The job of copy is to make them pick it up. From the title to the design, from the structure of the narrative to the layout, visuals and use of white space to the call to action, the content, design and copy all contribute and work together towards the end goal of the next step in the customer's journey with you. While content provides the information and the education, the copy is what grabs someone's attention, connects and persuades them to action. So, in every piece of content, there's always a copy element, a psychology woven through it to connect your message with your audience's needs, with a conversation that's going on in their head. Content plus copy that converts into action. Depending on where they are in the customer journey, the action you want them to take next can be to opt in to download something, to stay subscribed to your email list, or click on a link, to register for a workshop you're running, or to buy a product or program, or maybe to book a call with you. That's what your copy needs to focus on and achieve for you. Copywriting is the art and science of persuasion. It's the ability to write words that get people to take the desired action. Having the desired effect at the desired point in the customer journey. It's not about manipulation. It's about really helping the customer to see that what you do aligns with what they need and helping them do what they really want to do. It makes me think of that expression about, you know, oh, he's a great salesman, he can sell ice to Eskimos. That's not what we're talking about here. Primary goal of content, on the other hand, the broader category of material that a business creates and shares to engage, educate and entertain its audience, that's more to provide value, build brand awareness, establish thought leadership and nurture relationships with the audience. The job of content is fourfold. First, to position the business as an expert and trusted source of information. Second, building awareness. Content helps raise brand awareness by increasing visibility and attracting new audiences. It can be optimized for search engines to drive organic traffic and reach potential customers. Third, discovery. Content in this style captures the attention of the audience, encourages interaction and builds a connection with them. It can be shared on social media platforms, fostering discussions and increasing brand visibility. It can be used for speaking engagements to get in front of other people's audiences. And fourth, nurturing. Content plays a crucial role in nurturing leads through the customer journey. It guides prospects through the sales funnel by providing relevant and valuable information at each stage of awareness raising, helping them make informed decisions and to keep going consuming your content. On the other hand, here's the job of copy. Copy refers to the specific written content created with the intention of driving action or eliciting a response of some kind from your audience. It's concise, persuasive, and focuses on selling or promoting a product, service, or offer. 
Copy is typically found in advertisements, sales emails, landing pages, product descriptions, direct mail, and other promotional materials. There are actually four key ways that great copy can serve your business, and persuasion is only one of them. So let me go through them. Firstly, it's all about grabbing attention. Effective copy captures attention right from the start. It uses compelling headlines, engaging introductions, and attention-grabbing hooks to entice the audience to read further. I'll be talking a little bit more about this in some of the next episodes where we'll dive into how to use AI and ChatGPT to help you make more engaging and grabbing headlines. The second is to enhance your brand voice. Copy is an opportunity to showcase the brand's personality and tone of voice and style. It should align with your brand values, resonate with your target audience, and create a consistent brand experience across different touch points and channels. The third is about creating desire. Copy taps into the emotions, desires, and pain points of the audience to create a sense of urgency or desire for the product or service. Even if you're B2B, you're still talking to a human being. And it highlights the unique selling points, competitive advantages, and the value proposition to demonstrate why your client might need it. And then the fourth one is persuading and converting. Copy, as you usually think about it, is designed to persuade the audience to take a specific action, such as making a purchase, signing up for a newsletter, or requesting a demo. It uses persuasive language, benefits-driven messaging, and strong calls to action or CTAs to drive conversions. Let's turn now to how to approach a copy project. Any copy project should focus on, one, the customer journey, two, resonant language, three, a demand narrative, and four, a call to action. What do you want them to do as a result of reading or hearing this copy? We talk a lot about these things in our program work in the Leverage Business Accelerator, and we often use a framework, structure, or checklist to make sure we have all of these things in play. Because what I hear a lot from entrepreneurs is they get confused or overwhelmed, so they can't see the wood for the trees. So we can ask them lots of questions to try and articulate some of their demand narrative, for example, but they end up just second-guessing themselves. So take a deep breath, relax, and think, in a nutshell, what do you want them to do as a result of reading your copy? Whatever it is, wherever it comes in the process. Always go back to that question to get back in focus and then ask, does it make sense given where they've just come from, the step before in the customer journey? That's why we talk about customer journey so much because you want to write copy based on where they are in the process. What do they already know about you? Have they just joined your list or do they already know like and trust you? Maybe they've seen you speak or maybe they've read your book. And based on this, what level of awareness might they be at about the problem they have and how to solve it? Because you want to be mindful of using resonant language to connect with your ideal customer and to create that narrative, that story arc for them to keep moving forward. This is what Danny Innie, CEO of Miracy, refers to as the demand narrative. And I love this concept because it keeps you clear on the structure and flow of your copy, whether it's a sales letter, whether it's an email sequence, 
even a webinar event or a video script? What do they need to know, understand and believe to move towards a next step? This creates the emotional drivers that keep people moving towards an increased level of awareness from symptom to problem to solution, while the specific wordsmithing persuades them towards action. Now, at this point, you may be thinking, this sounds hard, why not just have someone else do it for me? Because you want to be mindful of using resonant language to connect with your ideal customer and create the narrative or story arc for them to keep moving forward. Well, you really do need to become reasonably competent in creating good copy yourself. A, because you know your business and audience better than anyone else. So even if you're working with a copywriter, it's going to be collaborative. You've got the best insight. But mostly, if you don't know how to articulate why people should be interested in your product in writing, when you have time to think about it, it'll be hard for you to articulate why they should buy from you when you talk to them. So to start you off with the process of articulating your ideal customer's needs, here's a narrative process that you can use when it comes to presenting your offer and your opportunity. It's a simple yet powerful copywriting technique. There's five parts to it. One, think about the symptoms. Describe the reality as your customer is experiencing it. The second is the problem as your customer sees it their self-diagnosis of what the problem is, including their rationalization for why it's not their fault. Articulate what's in their heads, the story they're telling themselves. And third, the deeper understanding. Show them the whole picture or a different perspective that they may be missing. Introduce a deeper understanding of their problem and desire that points to your unique mechanism. Fourth, the solution introduce a solution or a category of solution. This doesn't mean specifically map out your solution with all of its features and benefits, just the broad concept. And then the last one is the call to action. Tell them the next step they need to take. You really do have to lead them by the hand. Reopen the gap, show them how far there is still to go, and they can either bridge the gap on their own or choose to do it with your help. By the end of the piece of copy, Really, they've just got a choice. Do this or do that. And you're persuading them not to sit in the middle. For the actual copywriting process, I always start with the context for the piece of copy. And that is my standard mantra, purpose, audience, occasion. Purpose and audience are fairly self-explanatory. But by occasion, I mean the situation and the format, the style, you know, where is it that the copy is going to be used? And if it's a speaking engagement, for example, that's the occasion. Also has a copy element going all the way through it because you're creating that story arc through your presentation. Then there's the process. And I have five steps. Prepare, assemble, draft, edit, and refine. Again, you can probably do a search and find a little bit more on this or you can ask ChatGPT and it will give you some more explanation. They're fairly self-explanatory. But it's really important not to try and dive in wordsmithing from the start. Really, that whole structure and flow is the first place to start. So start with an outline. 
And to do this, the next part is structure. And suddenly in the Leverage Business Accelerator, we use a number of templates for different purposes and occasions so that you can create uh, an outline fairly straightforwardly and then start building the copy out from there. So next, I'd really just like to touch on some tips, tricks and tactics for success. When I first started up as a consultant way back in 2007, a department head at the university where I'd been working approached me to teach a communications course for a final year module. This was Warwick University, one of the Russell Group, uh, and it's where I used to work as head of educational development and e-learning. It's a top research-led institution, and the teaching is very much geared to developing the next generation of researchers. So I was really pleased that they were offering this course because mostly the students don't have a clue how to communicate research outside of the research community. So when they leave and they do work outside of research, they really struggle. In fact, most lecturers aren't very good at it either, but that's another issue. So I said yes, and I went about developing this course, this module, and I discovered that teaching it uh, is far more difficult than doing it yourself or for clients. There are many things that we do naturally and we get better over time when we practice it. And the things that I did generally came naturally or were instinctive. They were actually a complete mystery to my students. So I had to come up with a process for them on how to go about a piece of writing or speaking and go through that uh, structure that we talked about. So I shared the first framework, purpose, audience, occasion, meaning the use case or setting for the piece. And I shared this also in the content marketing session. It's a really good starting place for copy as well. So it gives you context. And there are five steps then in the writing process. Prepare, assemble, write, edit and refine. Exactly the same. It really served my students very well. Another key thing to remember is that no one's going to read your stuff word by word, line by line, especially online. They skim and scan. They flick around. So put your main points right at the top in your heading or title so they know the page is relevant for them. When we did an exercise on writing press releases, the students were agog when I said that editors will only read the headline and opening line. And even if you get their attention, they cut from the bottom up because they were so used to giving some introductory waffle at the start and putting key messages as the punchline at the bottom as a concluding summary. Now, to be honest, it's no different really to any reader, especially nowadays with so much information available on the internet and social media and email newsletters. Our attention span is severely crippled and only the sexiest stuff gets our eye time. This is also why it's important to repeat your message multiple times in your copy, but in different ways. To give additional angles to what you're promoting, as well as letting people who are skimming to receive the message. So how do you get better at copywriting? Besides going on a comprehensive training course, reading books about it, or working with the greats, there are a few ways to get better at copy in your own good time. One, read a bunch of copy from businesses or marketers that you know, like and trust and enjoy hearing from. Two, subscribe to their email lists and really pay attention to the structure and flow of how they build a relationship with you, the subscriber, and how they move you from a lead magnet into a sequence of emails 
and how and when they invite you to take action or buy something. Three, follow a few campaigns from marketers that do successful launches in your niche, whether those are small, soft launches or very big, well-known launches that happen every year. You're not looking to copy or emulate these, but simply looking at the structure of the campaign and how each email is playing its part can be super insightful. Number four is get involved in a launch as a joint venture partner with someone who's well-known. So you see the whole campaign from the inside rather than just the outside. You'll need to refine the copy to align and connect with your own audience, clients and followers And that gets you into the practice of really thinking about the purpose and audience and occasion and relevance of the offer. So you at least have to get your brain into some copy editing. Number five follows on from a lot of this is to create a swipe file with your favorite resonant copy. And number six, well, I've mentioned it before, practice, practice, practice. And there's now a fourth way. And I'll be talking about that in our upcoming episodes, diving into the power of artificial intelligence and generative AI tools like ChatGPT that can help you research, outline, draft and optimize your content and your copy. The potential to leverage these tools is huge. It's like having a part-time marketing assistant at your side. But there's an important caveat you should learn about. So I will see you soon for those episodes with some juicy creative strategies on this topic. Ciao, ciao, and best of success with your copy endeavors. Thank you for listening to the Leverage Business Podcast. Want to create leverage in your business? Did this episode provide some insights and ideas to be thinking through? If so, subscribe so you get alerts when the next one's released. If you want to learn more or would like help and support with building a leveraged business that achieves true freedom for you, then head over to jallison.com forward slash podcast to find all the resources and links that go with this show on my website and to join our iSuccess community. And if you're enjoying our content, it would be great if you could pop into Apple Podcasts or the app you listen from and leave me a rating and review. Everyone makes a difference to improving our rankings. So thank you if you've done that already. I appreciate you. So hey, that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you've loved this episode and have some great takeaways to be thinking through. I wish you a pleasant, productive and profitable week. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of the Leverage Business Podcast.